0: I'm Megan. I'm CJ. And I'm Erica. And this is the Her Podcast. Today is a solo episode, you guys, but we are putting Erica in the hot seat. You guys may know her as one third of the Her Podcast crew. You may also know her as my better half of the Carousel Media Management duo. Or from her Instagram account, where she shares her love of fashion while claiming to be not your average farm wife, which we'll get into. What you may not know is she is a self-starter who impacts so many people with her creative energy and insight. She has a love for jackets and all things pink. And when she says, it's fine, it's most likely not. Erica, how is the hot seat feeling so far?
1: (laughs) Did you like my intro? Yeah, I did. (laughs)
0: okay well we have Erica
1: in the hot seat today looking hot and spicy oh she's looking great today she's hot she's spicy she's ready to chat she's ready to chat oh because she's wearing red
2: red (laughs) CJ has entered the convo everybody I'm I'm
1: sitting sitting here here and I'm like what are we
0: talking about (laughs) I'm like she wasn't ready to chat last time, so she's ready to chat this time. That's she's what I was thinking. double ready. <laughs> I'm double ready. What's I can't stop staring at your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> what did
2: you get at Starbucks this morning, Erica? Um, I got a sugar-free vanilla latte, and it was too sweet. I can't do those anymore.
1: Here's mm. the thing. I like to get the same drink every single time yeah. I get a Starbucks. The other day, I went outside my comfort zone. What would you get? Normally, I get a... <laughs> You guys are going to be like, wow. <laughs> Normally I got an uh, iced, iced oat, oat milk, milk latte. latte. Correct. And this time I got a sugar cookie iced oat milk latte. Ooh. But I've seen those people talk about them. It's disgusting. Yeah. Sweet. Like I too got sweet? it half sweet. Okay. And I was like, Still what sweet? is this garbage? Yeah. That's how No offense I... to everyone. But like, it's the, like, why do they put such sweet stuff I don't in know. it?
2: The, sh- the one I had this morning. And again, like I hadn't had coffee because I'm doing no caffeine until like a certain point in the day. Um, and I just found like this morning, I was like, this tastes like my kid's hot chocolate. Like it's Ooh. so sweet. And I'm like, I should have probably just gotten a coffee. Yeah. Honestly, right. is what
1: I should have gotten. Yeah. But I always
2: feel like when I'm going through Starbucks, why am I getting a coffee when I can have a coffee at home? Yes. I have a question. Yes.
1: Why are you not doing caffeine
2: until 11 o'clock? Um, so my sweet husband, Nicholas he likes to do research on stuff and he was reading up on, and I'm not going to get this right, but basically the hormones or whatever it is that like triggers your body when you wake up and that caffeine can like prohibit some of those. I'm just going to say hormones. Let's pretend hormones from like triggering and waking up, which can cause like crashes later on. Yeah. And so I have found that if I drink caffeine later on in the day, it gives my body the time to wake up. It like gets going for the day and I'm not having crashes in the afternoon anymore, which was a really big thing for me because I love coffee. We were talking about this. I love the ritual of coffee in the morning. Yeah. So I do decaf now, which it does taste slightly different, but right. it's, it's still the
1: like hot beverage that I really crave, especially now when it's cold do you find any difference are you like i'm pretending to drink this coffee but it's no or you're just like it's the ritual in the morning i, I mean because you're it.
0: drinking decaf now I'm in the drinking morning decaf. so you're still having coffee in yeah. the morning I'm yeah i still yeah. like so having like it. yeah
1: um and i've been doing it now
2: over a month actually because i started doing it when we were in the house in wall time and okay. now we moved and we've been in the house for a month
1: yeah at the farm which Holy. feels weird i know
2: so it's now just like i reach for I de- i don't even think about it Oh, yeah. So it's actually become a very big habit.
1: You should really try that.
0: I think you should try it. I yeah. think you'd that's find the it very... easiest way to make a swap is to start because with
1: decaf. I drink so much coffee. You
0: guys.
2: Well, and yeah, I do Nespresso and they actually have a half decaf.
0: So if you were really like, I need to go to half, need to go half and, then and decaf. Then, yeah. See like that's you the like thing. wean
1: your way down. Yeah. We just have like a coffee pot. Like, yeah. I need a, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I do. I have started <laughs> cause I'm a 95 year old lady when I'm like out to dinner which happens three times a year. I get like, my girlfriends will get a drink and I will order a decaf coffee. Yeah. Oh, I'm like a hot water and lemon. Which we had that yesterday. Yes. And I'm yeah. like, ooh, that felt really good. It's nice. I've tried to get guys. coffee before and I did that in the morning and I did like a good three weeks. And then I was like, this is stupid. I want to coffee.
2: Well, I just find that coffee also the the habitual bit about it is like, it does feel like a trigger to wake up like sometimes coffee literally gets me out of bed i'll be like i don't want to wake up and then i'll think about sitting in front of my fireplace with my coffee and i'm like ooh. but that that sounds sounds nice. nice how
1: picturesque speaking of your fireplace yeah how's that journey going oh the renos
2: yeah it's good i mean it's fine. Right. We're I'm antsy. I'm antsy. I'm a very antsy person. I don't yeah. have patience. Um I really lack that in my life. And so for me the other day we had all the contractors over. Oh. And they were like, "Oh, we can start like mid-January." And I was like, "Okay, and then I'll be over in like beginning of February." <laughs> and they all like looked at me. And they're all so kind. And I just own it. I'm like, "I don't know." Right. So I'm not going to sit here and act like a bimbo and be like, "I ain't you know," but I'm just like, "I don't know." And they were like, "That's cute, but no." And I was just like you mean it's not going to happen in one week and they're like no i'm like
1: okay. why because i'm also like well how I long know, should it take it's like, trades <laughs> it's trades no, and people, every,
0: and they have to coordinate between yes. the right and so they it's have like different jobs one trade in and then yes. the next and then yeah. that triggers and I they have like think, supply yeah. chain issues oh, right well yes and like yeah jobs always take longer than what they're quoted yeah just like but, not be good in that atmosphere
2: well and our contractor did say he's like i think we're gonna be okay because he's like there's this huge push before christmas to get everything done right because everybody cause wants everyone wants it done for christmas Yes. And then after, there's a bit of a lull. Yeah. So I think we'll be okay.
0: No, hey, will be great. It'll yeah. just take some time. It won't happen it will give in me... the snap of a finger.
2: Yeah. It will give me an opportunity to practice patience, oh.
0: which is oh. what I can ask for every day. Yeah. You Can't we all? We get what we need to work on. Yeah, Don't we? We get
2: circumstances in life. Oh. Your girl needs
0: to apparently work on a lot because
2: I'm was getting a lot. I
1: was going to say, I've got a lot of things to work on myself. <laughs> Oh man. Case, okay. you guys just moved to the farm. Yes. Cause you're not your average farm wife. No. How is Hashtag. that going?
2: Hashtag. Uh, it's good. It's actually funny because, um, CJ came out and I was, we got a puppy. So I was taking him outside mm. and I was standing in like one of Nick's farm sweaters with like his gloves yeah. and like my big winter boots and I had, like a bottle and I was holding a cup yeah. of coffee and CJ's like you've just
1: adapted and I was like did you snap a photo (laughs) we should have you
2: you are exactly a farm wife no not your average farm wife um yeah I don't know
1: I think that like what does that mean to you what uh, you know because you are a proud farm wife you're very proud yeah I'm very proud absolutely very proud of your farmer yeah Yeah. I'm very proud of my farmer I think
2: what I've seen and I want to be very clear that I'm not knocking whatever path people take um (laughs) what I've seen what I feel is girls marry their farmers and then they like become a farmer adapt to that yeah and there's nothing wrong with that i'm like one of the biggest chameleons out there like i adapt to the people around me i've always been that kind of a person but for some reason marrying nick and maybe because nick was always saw me as me like i didn't feel mm-hmm. that pressure and he just always knew who he was married so i think he like knew
1: right because you guys have,
2: you know, have no each other whole lives. yeah basically yeah. our whole lives so um what i feel is that When I married him, I was like, I'm not a farmer. And I also knew I would never be a farmer and that I wouldn't just like take on what he was doing and make it mine. Right. And I'm not knocking anybody who gets married and adapts to their spouses. I mean, Nick is on Instagram now. He's literally adapting into what I do, right? Nick's on Instagram now? <gasps> Nick's on, no, not no, like that. No, he's no, on no. my he's Instagram. On okay, her page. I was like,
1: Nick <gasps> got an What's Instagram. His Everyone handle? is about like to blow up. He's you searching at. him. I know, no, no, no. Sorry, he's Don't on your search, Instagram. He's on mine.
2: So there's that adaptability, right. right? But I do feel that for me, not your average farm wife was really setting myself up to be like i can love my farmer i can be proud of being a part of the farming community but i am not a farmer mm-hmm. right? right i am a i really love the city i love like bright fashion i like knew i wasn't going to get an attractor tractor or a combine and like be a part of that and there's nothing wrong with it but i knew that wasn't for me mm-hmm. and i think just what i've seen and i think traditionally i think traditionally there's a lot of like You marry into the farm, you marry into the farm life. And I was like, I will not be doing that. Mm. I will be still having my own path. So not your average farm wife is, you know, taking pictures in a field in my like cupcake dresses or in front of the bins in my like red blazer, like suit and just being like, I can be both. Yeah. So that's kind of what I feel like
1: what that means to me. Like you're like, I just made a um, field meal and I dropped it off and now we're going to do a cute, cute, quick little reel
2: yeah yeah like i would never be a wife who would like calve a cow like i'd never
1: <laughs> i just picture you and you're like pink puffer coat. Yes. being like all right guys like
2: do i think it'd be incredible to like yeah right. I think absolutely. that's cool but i'm like i'm never gonna be like <laughs> get in there and do that Shh, no get like, those gloves on <laughs> not unless they're pink like, i'm like <laughs> no but you know i'm like i just knew that that wasn't ever gonna be yeah my path and and maybe i shouldn't say never but for right now I'm my own person who married a farmer and he married a... An Erica. An Erica. (laughs) That's what I want to say. An Erica. He (laughs) married married an Erica. Erica. Right? Yeah. So that's kind of what not your average farm wife means. I love it. Yeah.
1: To carry on with that for just one second, because we had um, questions from the community. Oh. And they're wondering... I think you've answered it, but like, do you do a lot on the farm? So I think it's safe to say you don't do certain things on the farm, yeah. but I, as a friend of yours, so you do a lot of things to help run mm. the farm in different ways. Correct. Yeah.
0: Well, that can look different than what you yeah. think it does. Yeah. Right. Like you like, may not be an attractor,
1: right? Yes. But you're making meals, you're yeah. running kids, you're yeah. right. Yeah. And I think that's just marriage and life as a parent yeah. is
2: we all go through busy seasons and so like when i'm in my busy season nick is like pulling more of the weight with parenting and so during harvest i do make field meals um but again it's like i don't even view that as like helping the farm i'm like i'm feeding him which i would probably do right and yes i'm maybe feeding a couple extra people because there's drivers and stuff like that but in terms of like how much do i do on the farm i'd be like not nothing mm. i just am married to someone who i have to feed but i can appreciate who what you're saying which is that yeah. i make a lot go around with our lives yeah yeah no i get that Absolutely. i get that question but yeah. no you won't find me in a tractor
1: unless it's for a photo op unless it's for a photo op what if we op? bought you a pink tractor but this <gasps> is,
2: i just am like
0: oh my gosh
2: I'm what just if? imagining this like somebody's I, gonna have it i'm like i mean i love pink but again i'm just like that would just not get you in the tractor you'd no, be like cute no. i'd be like that's cute i'll take photos in front of
0: it but i just that's not Can you my imagine if you bought a f- like wrote off a tractor as a prop i know and like painted it one pink. day I i'm going somewhere that. so weird but i'm just like no like businessy so... like
2: if nick and i could just write off our tractor
0: because
2: yeah. it's like my content <laughs> creation
0: yeah that's hilarious like when people like write off like cars or like big mm-hmm. things I you know off my car yeah. For like content creation or your business, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Which It's like wild.
1: That's hilarious. So <laughs> funny. No, no pink tractors in my future. Not no. yet. Okay. Speaking of getting Nick involved in Instagram. Yeah. When your Instagram journey started, mm-hmm. I think it looks a lot different than it does yep. now. Right. So can you take us through that just a little bit why you started and how you found your niche and then pulling Nick into it, which then it kind of exploded.
2: Oh, well, I, I, I love a that you way. said exploded because I'm like, oh man, I'm such small potatoes, but thank you. Um, When I started Instagram, it's because my older sister was doing it Mm -hmm. Um, and I was watching her have fun with it, benefit from it for her family. So I was like, I'm going to give this a whirl. I had just had my third child, Theo, and didn't really know what I was going to do with life. So I was like, I'm going to give this a try. And right off the hop, I stepped into like the motherhood niche and I, I should have known that that wasn't my, my niche at all. Not because I'm not a mom and I don't love being a mother, but it just like, those weren't the accounts that were even inspiring me. Right. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just no. mean that like that wasn't who I was following even. Like, I feel I was, like
1: that's what people were doing.
2: Yes. And I think it is a great place to start. I really do. Um, because I think there's a lot of avenues you can go through that. And now, I mean, I, do, I really developed this love for fashion and this love for like farm fashion and incorporating my husband into it just really i'd say in the last year and a half mm-hmm. and i think it was almost two years ago i remember I, I went out to see cj actually in calgary and i think i had a bit of a i think i know what i want to do which is highlight fashion like i just found so much fun in trying on outfits and what i was always doing as a mom as, as my niche in motherhood is i was like Kind of dipping into clothing but it never worked because i felt like it wasn't in the same category right. and i just found i had so much fun with fashion and it was like pulling teeth trying to like do the motherhood stuff mm. and it took me a really long time to learn that and then i think i don't even know what it was i don't know but i just all of a sudden i was like i really love fashion like i really do i like putting together outfits i like sharing things i was noticing people were asking me for recommendations so then mm. i was like i'm just gonna like try this out
0: well, I feel like you've fully embraced it now. Like the beauty of finding your niche yeah. is then you can like really lean into it and find almost like freedom in it. Yes. You know, when in, and I think it's natural and normal for everyone in life, whether it's in business or life or whatever, um, to go through this period of trying to figure out who you are, what your niche is, right? Like, I guess we can talk about social media more so, but I'm like there is a period of discovery and creativity and curiosity to get to where you want to be. Yeah. Right. But I think once you find that you can really lean into it and I've seen you just really lean into it. And I think there's so much freedom in that.
2: Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think when, 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 you're in the growing phases of finding your niche you'll feel resistance in certain areas because you'll be Mm. like oh well that means giving up this part or giving up that but then now i have freedom and being like if it's not my niche related i probably won't enter into it right i also i mean again we're talking about my social media like it's my primary thing and it's it's not anymore i feel like it's really now just a creative space for me um where you know, you can find me sharing outfits. You can find me being really goofy. I've, I've also really embraced that I'm just a goofball and I just show up without makeup and I'm goofy and I'm silly. And I, you know, I don't really always care what I look like. Um, while also equally loving fashion and yeah. loving style, which is like kind of funny to me.
1: Well, but I love that because you're like, look at me. I'm a real live human. Mm-hmm. I'm not perfectly put together all the time. Mm-hmm. I love this. This can be a big part of my life, but I'm also like, showing you both sides of it, which yeah. I think we need to see more of on mm-hmm. social media. I think we're getting there yeah. a little bit that like people are less afraid of showing what they're actually doing, or their real kind of like, not, not the high highs yeah. all the time, not yeah. the picture perfect thing, which yeah. when I think most of us first started in social media, that's what it was. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. I think there's a push. And I also think I don't want to knock anyone who does um, present a picturesque life. I don't want to knock anyone for that because we all follow people for different things. Yes. Absolutely. So some people will follow me cause they're like, Oh, hot mess express over there. But you know, and then some people follow other people cause they're like, Oh my gosh, their, their life is so beautiful. And I just, I'm so inspired by it and there's nothing wrong with either. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I think knowing what you want to pre- to present to the world is
0: one well, what's natural to you yeah. right like we yeah. talk about that all the time at carousel and, right and th- and that's what i say to people like i'm like it is not
2: now nat- i do not have makeup on every day yeah. i rarely get out of like lounge wear so for me to show up on my social media done up every day would be painful for me because i'd have to be like i have to get ready today so that's like for me i just had to be like this social media will fit into my life yeah. i will not fit into social media
1: i love that how long did it take you to hit that
2: a while yeah i think i I really only in the last year and a half probably since opening starting a business I did i say. really find where i was like this is garbage how i'm acting so like no more
1: i find that interesting great tip. that it coincided with you starting a business yeah well i found and, what i wanted to do yeah you work in social media all day, every day. That's great. (laughs) Just kidding. That's awesome. (laughs) But I'm curious how your perspective of social media shifted once you started managing other people's accounts and doing strategy sessions and that sort of thing, where you really dived in. That was kind of like your full-time job. And how did that pivot your personal account? Like, I think it's no accident that that happened at the same time, right? You started a business and then you're like, actually... Was it like I'm telling other people this is how they should do it, and I'm not doing it that way? I wish I could say that it was that insightful. It was literally.
2: <laughs> I'm not. I'm sitting here. A. I'm Feel like, oh my start. gosh. <sighs> I'm like, like I wish I could be like, I had an awakening and I really I'm like, no. What happened is I got so busy <laughs> yeah. that I was like, I don't have time for anything that's nonsense. Mm. Like I don't have time to show up. A. I don't have time for my own account most of the time. Like that's. I'm very sporadic on there now. Um. I go through seasons where i like have a reel every day and then i go through seasons where i'm like here's a post that bombed right like that's fine right so i just think what happened is i got real busy i, st- I changed my focus onto something else and i was like if i'm going to be here it purely has to be fun because i already have the pressures over here with work so i'm not going to bring that into this space so i just i just literally was like i'm not doing this anymore
1: so you think you have a better relationship with your personal instagram now that's interesting Ooh. um yes
2: yeah i think so i think there are always things to work on mm-hmm. i get caught up in the comparison game every day mm-hmm. um there are accounts that i have to unfollow because i'm like i can't handle this right it's it's making me insecure um there are accounts that i absolutely love and i'm, I'm absolutely drawn to and i'm like die hard Um, but yes, with my own page, I really feel like I've come to a place where, like I used to get on stories and be like, Hey guys, like, and I just like ramble. And if I find myself doing that now, I just, I will be like, I'm not even saying anything. Anything? I'm just going to take it down. Like, I'm not even going to post it. Like, what's the intention here?
0: Yeah. No, I think you found a really good rhythm with what you do. Right. And I think that others can probably learn from some of what you said today about social media, about finding what is sort of their bread and butter not being influenced by other people. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that, um, you use social media as a creative outlet now. yes, I'm curious, social media and, or other things, what do you find as a creative outlet for you? Because you are a creative is mm-hmm. how I think we yeah. really would define you Absolutely. and maybe you would define yourself. Right. And I'm like, what are ways that you find you just express your creativity Um, Again, I think it goes a lot to fashion. Like I really love sharing what I'm wearing,
2: uh, whether that's on stories or reels or in posts. I love I I find a lot of joy in putting together an outfit for myself or my friends. I actually love when my friends come and I am that friend that people are like, I'm going to an event and I don't know what to wear. And I'm like, come on. Like, and I love that. Like, I find a lot of joy in sharing that stuff. I have a lot of it. And so I'm like, it shouldn't just sit in my closet. <laughs> I have some hand-me-downs from um, America. <laughs> and I think what I really enjoy is the way that fashion can be such an expression for me. But it was funny because the other day I was talking to Nick about it and we were talking about, you know, fashion and why I like it. And I said, you know, I think it's, and I to be honest, like I would love to sit here and be like, I'm the most confident queen in the room. Like I don't have self-doubts or anything, but I do, I'm human. And so I think fashion is equal parts Um, I love putting something on and like, this is who I'm going to be to the world today. And I'm Mm going to be bold and colorful and bright and energetic and sparkly. And then I have days where I'm like, today I'm going to be like muted and undertone and a little bit more like, yeah, chill. Like I like really feel that my fashion can express who I'm going to be that day. But I also recognize, and it just came to me the other day actually, was that I think I also use, um, fashion as like an armor sometimes and it can be a great way to have people look at the outside of me instead of the inside of me. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Right. That like popped into my head the other day. Cause Nick was, I think Nick and I were like talking about something at night and I was like, I think I equal parts, use it to really share who I am or really hide who I'm, who I'm struggling to distract from who I'm feeling. Why? I don't know. I think like, there's just like parts of me again. And I know we talked about in our boundaries episode that like, I found very integral to me. Right. Um, that sometimes I'm like, I'd rather you just like see this today and maybe I'm dealing with something and I find putting on an outfit to be like, okay, I can like show up and like be this person. And like, that's great. Mm -hmm. And maybe I need to work on some stuff. Um, I'm really into showing up for what I'm supposed to be for. So like if I'm having a meeting that day, I try to like whatever I'm dealing with, I try to like show up in the meeting and be present and bring the energy. I think whatever situation I'm in needs. So sometimes outfits can help me do that. If I'm not feeling that way, right. I can put something on and be, you know, ready to go and and so yeah I don't know
1: That's so funny that you say that because I feel like I mean I love a blazer I have many mm-hmm. blazers but I tend to always wear blazers when we're podcasting or I'm mentoring or yeah. like I have like my business We're blazer all in blazers all, today right The yes. Blazer base yes. I am very sparkly. So fun. I love that you did that for Sometimes. my episode Well you got a dress on brand for who, who you are talking to you? Who inspires besides me? Besides fashion. Oh, my fashion. I was well, say, besides CJ and I. <laughs>
0: <laughs> In the
1: fashion
2: world. Um, okay, so my favorite accounts to follow. I really love Sophie Sucan. Mm. Um, Good Saskatoon girl. Yes. Yeah. And it's a narrator. Like that whole crew. Um, Emma, I always get her name wrong. Lager? Lager? And then, and I I should have looked up her name, but I did It's Sammy. Uh, she's on TikTok and Instagram. Sammy... At Sammy something.
1: We'll link it. But we'll she's so cool. so cool.
2: And I found her account this summer and I really felt like a light bulb went off in my head about how I'd been feeling about fashion and I'd never found a way to express it. And so, and it's funny because when I think about like Sophie, Sue and them, they very, I feel like they're very different accounts, these two accounts. And I yes. feel like I love to pull from both. So those I feel are like my big, like, I wish I was like elevated and I was like, Chanel. Shut like, no. Chanel. yeah. Right. I'm just like, and, and like, there's pieces of those that I'm like, yes, I look at, and I actually, who was it? I think I'm not uh, Givenchy. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say that, I right? You, I think mm-hmm. you said it. Givenchy correctly. came out with this. I think it was them this fall, and it was like all Barbie pink, and it was like Chef's kiss. I think it was them. I, it, people are going to be like, yeah, why's not? But it, and I, and that was the first time I actually really found a designer that I was like, oh my gosh, like it was all bubblegum pink and like gorgeous. And so that really inspired me with color this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I feel like that's who kind of inspires me and, and, and yeah. What types of
0: fashion are you liking right now? Like, what are you, what is your go-to that you're pulling in your wardrobe? Lately? Color,
2: color, color, color. I love color. Um, I've always been, I
0: feel like a bright,
2: I don't, I don't want to like speak. You're a bright light. I'm a bright light. No, I feel bright and bubbly and I've always yeah. felt. But for a long time I felt, and I still, I will say I still feel super confident in black. Like I really do. I feel like elevated and sophisticated. Yeah. And, but right now just color. I loved it in the summer and I just decided to keep it going into fall. Whereas normally I'd have very neutral palette. Mm. Um, But I just decided, I was like, no, like color gives me life. And I feel like color is something I'm really identifying with. And I'm really exploring. Like I would never have worn like blue or green. And now I'm like wearing these colors. And it's like, making it fun for me to express myself differently um, and just explore where I feel confident or where I, I where I don't right, and what makes me feel good. And and I, I love how much energy color can have, actually. And I feel like that's what I'm exuding when I wear it. So I mean, this is new. Red, right. Like, but like, yeah. red is your color. It's very new for me. I feel Looks like I'm cheating on, on pink i'm red. cheating on pink cheating i on feel pink. like they're
0: very closely tied together they're like I know, cousins i, I know. think that's okay well, I know. pink is like red and white mixed together guys
2: right. yeah. yeah so yeah. i'm oh, red like i was here first guys. <laughs> like i'm a primary um <laughs> no i i think like red this was like very bold for me actually as matching pants i was shocked i know i i think a lot of people we went to an event last week and i, I rolled up wearing this and i think um A lot of people were surprised at what I was wearing and that's the fun for me. It's really fun to like try something new. They were
0: surprised.
1: I'm like super surprised. Really? I was not when I I saw it. And I didn't know. And I was like, red is like, so your color. But I had predicted a different outfit for Erica. And then when she told me what she got, I was like, stop it right now. Yeah. But she likes to play.
2: I like to play. And I think fashion has to be to me a space in which you can be like, I'm going to explore this Mm. and see how I feel. Mm. And do I think I'm going to go buy all red clothes? No, I think I'm still like, this was fun. And this was a statement. And I loved the statement it made, but I'm always, I'm probably always going to gravitate towards certain things. Right. But right now what I'm like is it's an opportunity to like explore yourself and explore how you're feeling. And again, like different colors actually like can emit different emotions. And so Mm. I'm just like, you know what emotion am I gonna like feel today when I'm wearing this sort of, that sounds really cheesy but no
1: it doesn't it's so true yeah and I believe there's like a whole science mm-hmm. base on that well I and read what pink I don't know what I read what is. pink
0: I'm so curious yeah and pink is, is
1: like joy
0: okay. and like happy
2: and yeah. cheerful and okay. like Love, right? Like yeah. it's very I was like, shocking. Hmm, that's what would I'm be drawn like to. Power. I think red is like power. Mm, Powerhouses yeah. which the which makes sense, right? I actually understand yeah. that. And I mean I don't know all of them and I just really looked up pink because so I wanted <laughs> yeah. to like validate my life. Yeah. And so yeah, that's no, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I do with fashion. I love that. Hey friends, it's Erica. Are you shopping for your dream wedding dress? Well, first of all, congratulations. Planning a wedding can be stressful, but choosing your wedding dress doesn't have to be. Enter Unveiled Dress Co., where they know that choosing your dream dress requires more than just a shopping experience. At Unveiled, you will experience a private bridal styling appointment with owner Amy, who will work with you to choose your dream wedding dress. They have the most amazing selection of beautiful wedding dresses. And Amy will work with you to find the dress that fits you and your dream wedding perfectly the downtown Saskatoon bridal space Unveiled is thoughtfully set up to accommodate only one bride at a time, giving you the ultimate intimate experience and a large, relaxing, and beautiful space to enjoy with your loved ones, the way bridal shopping should be done. The team at Unveiled Dressco has been proudly outfitting Saskatchewan brides since 2013, but they also have a large selection of formal wear to outfit your entire bridal party, with a ton of stunning options for your bridesmaids, moms, and little ones. And guys, I can personally attest to the experience as Amy actually sold me my own wedding gown. Book your appointment now by visiting unveileddress.com. That's U-N-V-E-I-L-E-D-D-R-E-S-S.com. And find dress inspiration on Instagram at Unveiled Dress Co.
0: So So as a creative, Mm -hmm. circling back, I'm like a lot of creatives find sometimes they hit a lull. Yeah. right and they're like i just can't draw inspiration from anywhere or i'm just like not feeling creative anymore and so i'm curious when you hit a lull in creativity what would be some things that you do to sort of spark that again
1: is there something um can i add something to that question yeah, of course. is because with your work you work with a variety of different businesses mm-hmm. and they feel like you're so creative because like you work closely with Mm -hmm. me you're so creative on behalf of other people that you can see creativity in different design uh, design sorry ideas and stuff like that for others yeah so how do you have that creativity going out for so many people and then like also bringing it into yourself right so how do you find inspiration when you're outputting a lot of creativity for a lot of people
2: that's interesting you know I'm sitting here and like my go-to answer and I don't I don't want to sound pompous but by any means um but i don't feel like i have a lot of lulls yeah okay like i really feel that i mean i'm pretty sure i'm adhd <laughs> i'm not saying that to be like silly like i'm pretty no, sure and so i've been exploring that and what that looks like for me and mm-hmm. i find creativity is such life-giving to me yeah that i'm often sparked by just a anything. sound anything i do struggle when I'm not into what I'm doing.
0: Yes. yes. Like if I
2: am not we were into, talking about that today. If I am basically like I am in and I'm thinking in reels or I'm thinking in creative ways, like I send, you know, when I think of something or I hear a sound, I'll send it to the page that I want to create it with. And I'll just like, no, or my, one of my favorite things, which again is kind of pumping myself up, but I'll like call CJ and I'll be like, I'm having trouble with this concept. And she'll be like, okay. And I'll be like, I was thinking, and I'll like get quiet and I'll be like, <laughs> I just saw it in my it. head. Never mind, And I'll like <laughs> hang up. Like I see it in my head. Yeah. Um, when I'm not interested in something, it's like freaking pulling teeth. Like I'm just like, I'm dying. Mm-hmm. Like I well, don't even know how to st- it's start stifling and it's not often, but it does happen. And I'd say then is when I really have to like walk away mm. and be like, I'm going to take a break and the inspiration will come. And something will click and I will get it, but I have to walk away or talking to people. I talk to people, mm. which lots of time it's more just hearing my own
1: voice. Well, right. I feel like, like sometimes you it just out. have to talk it out. Yeah. I just right? have to talk it out. And so. even just some, somebody else looking at you mm-hmm. and reading off their body language can help you figure it out. Yeah. Is so, that yeah. how you
0: process? A talking,
1: by it by talking, talking Why are you around? asking
0: me that question? <laughs> yes. Well, because I know the answer, Yeah, but I'm I, like, I for the I, listeners um, to get to know you.
2: What is it? I talk to think. Mm. Right. Right. I don't think to talk. I talk to think. So I talk, which probably is um, a sensory thing to hear the thoughts I'm having and Mm. to have them actually formulated into a sentence helps me because my brain gets very full very quickly and lots of ideas and lots of happening out there. And so I find that talking out problems. Yeah. I often will come to solutions that I didn't know. Because it's like giving my, my brain space to actually process what I'm thinking. Mm.
0: And do you find that you talk it out a lot yourself or you like to bounce ideas with other people or it depends on. Well, I don't talk to myself. Yeah, sorry.
1: <laughs> but like, I, I'm not opposed to that. I'm no, just like, I just say, Andrew like, talks to himself all the time. Yeah. I'm constantly like, are you talking to me or yourself? Yeah. He's
0: like, I'm talking to myself. When you're in conversation with someone, you know, sometimes maybe you want to be in conversation with someone, but like you talking it out to them is how you process, or you like to feed off of the it energy. It depends.
2: Yeah. I think it really depends. I think that's why you have to enter into conversations with people and be like, I just want to talk this out, or I want your input. yeah Right. And that's, I a think big, that's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. Because right. I think it really depends. And like sometimes I'll say to Nick, I'll be like, I just want to like vent. And sometimes I'll be like, I want a solution, which is something my dad taught me, you know, we'd have problems and he'd be like, do you want to vent or do you need a solution? Like, what do you need from me? Can you handle this on your own or do you need me to step in? And so I think I'm... Those are wise words. Yes. very wise. And I think I'm more of a, I want to talk it out. Right. Yeah. And just like hear my own thoughts. Yeah. And...
0: I think if you Sometimes want employee, I don't it, ask
2: it. I ask for it or I'll be like, I don't actually need a solution on this. And I try to communicate that very clearly. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. That's what I do. Yeah, that's great. No. I think
0: people will be able to identify with that. Yeah. Right. Because I think Absolutely. there's other people who have either a lot going on in their minds. Right. Or when they're communicating, they're like. I think it's important to identify whether you want someone's input or not. And I think too often we go into conversations and either we haven't communicated that or the other person hasn't and we're getting getting and or giving.
1: Yes. The the opposite of what yeah. needs to happen there. Yeah. Because I think intrinsically we all want to help, right? Yes. So it's like, "Oh, this is what I would do or you should do this" instead of like like you said, "Do you need to talk it out or like, do you want advice? Do you need me to listen or do you want me to help you? Yeah. A big, my big takeaway for that. And I think I've done it with a bunch of you guys,
2: even as I'll say, can I make an observation? Oh, you do. I do say that. And my dad taught me that too, to say, can I make an observation? And what I think that allows is the person to have a moment to be like, like if someone's coming to me, can I be like, can I just make an observation? Mm -hmm. And what I find is it opens the door to, I'm going to give you feedback. But you are absolutely able to be like, no, I don't want an observation. I'm like, that's totally cool. Not Most of the, the time, people say yes, and I actually think there's a opening of a opportunity. Well, they're curious. They're, curious. Yes. they're like, what's your observation? Yeah. And the other thing is an observation. We're going in, down a totally different road, but that's an observation great. to me is very much like I'm observing this. Am am I wrong? Right. You give me have the opportunity instead of me saying. So you did this. This is what mm-hmm. you're doing. Me to be like, hey, I'm observing
0: that this is what I'm seeing. Is that accurate? That's so right. important because mm-hmm. I think Do feel we like walk true? into every situation with our own filter yeah. and our own lens, yeah. right? Of what we're seeing and the history of what we have and our yeah. personalities and perspectives. Right. And I think so often um, we're not remembering that that could look very different for them. And we don't actually live inside of their mind. So we don't know what their intention was.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Right. And also like, don't go giving out advice and observations to people you're not in relation with. Yes. That's a big Mm. one for me. Like I have certain (laughs) people that I'm like, yep, you can speak into my life and certain people that I'm like, no, thanks. I'm not even going to ask.
0: Well, and I feel like I know the answer to this question. So it's always so funny for me to like ask questions sometimes, but I'm like, you know, do you feel like you have a smaller circle or a bigger circle? And how has that journey been for you? And, adopting who you let speak into your life
1: Mm. and i also just have to say i love how you said like who i let speak into my life yeah well that's really important that's really important especially being in social media and
2: just in the world and and of the world um and i think i think my circle i think i'm in a weird transition right now with friends actually i can feel it i can feel a shift happening of like i'm becoming more family focused Mm -hmm. or even just like Nick is my best friend and I'm like I just want to hang out with Nick. Like I I I do like I just feel like I'm like should we like invite people over? I'm like oh or we could hang out and like watch a movie or like play a game or like mm-hmm. right? So <laughs> or like <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <Wow. laughs> Hey, it's a healthy marriage. We're good. Um, so like that, right? Like mm-hmm. that's something for me. Friends, I'm finding, I'm also finding I'm in very social, especially with our business right now. We're doing social things. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm finding that I go do these social things yeah. for work and then I'm like,
1: oh, great. great output. Again.
2: Yeah. I'm also, I would say, if you're my friend, then you have to know you might come over and my house will be messy and the food might be. Leftovers, and you might not have. I can offer you maybe coffee, and sometimes nothing else. And so I'm in a space right now with my circle where I think I'm really finding the like friends, you the like core people. It. Yeah, I think that's shifting for me right now. And and that that happens especially with women. I really think it's. I am understanding that I actually think a lot of relationships aren't for a lifetime. Mm. especially with women and especially when you're growing in such different directions. I think men are a little different because they're agree. like one note, like That's yeah, sure. they are.
0: don't change as wildly yeah, as yes. ours do. Yeah. Right. And and even like,
2: I recognize like some of my friends are just having babies right now and I'm done yeah. and I can tell that there's a shift. Different there's a parts. difference because we're actually focused. doesn't mean my love for them has changed. It's right. just the time I have and the energy we have is very different. Right. So yeah, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm really trying to niche down on who's like speaking into my life. Yeah. I'm very careful with that. Yeah. yeah. No,
0: I think that that's something that a lot of people can learn. Right. And a lesson, you know, and again, anyone is welcome to choose what they would like for their own life. But I think especially in the social media world, we're Mm -hmm. allowing more people to influence us without Mm -hmm. stopping to think, do I know that person? Do they know me? Do I want to let them influence my life? Yeah. Right. And just going through that thought process Mm -hmm. is probably really Um, important yeah I'm curious um, so obviously we've been in business we are in business you've been in business but I'm like what has been some of your biggest takeaways in the Mm. last year um, in more so like business related either like for yourself or your businesses that you've learned you've
1: grown in or yeah because to preface that carousel has been in business for how long a year and a half right and so you guys grew very quickly I struggle
2: whenever we talk about this. Cause I'm like,
1: mm-hmm. like, yes, maybe an outside perspective. I think it's
2: an outside perspective. I that think we have too. a different,
1: okay.
2: I think we have a different idea of our caliber.
0: We all, um, will um, I mean, we, we're, compare doing well, things different. we're doing well. Right? So we're doing I'm, I'm well. Like, I guess if you look at startups, like in, in, as a giant hole, you look at startups, you know, like we are successful. Right. Yes. But I think when you're in it and maybe it's like an imposter syndrome, I'm like, but we could be here. Well, and
2: I, I will always be like, I mean, I'm the first to preach to any client. I sit down with your, your followers, just a vanity number. And then I look at ours and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like we haven't even broke 2000 and we've, and you know, you watch these other social media, um, managers who are at like 100k and so that's where i say that comparison game can come into play Mm -hmm. and i'm like why aren't i as successful as them and then i just need to like look at my books and be like okay i'm doing fine
1: right but i was like all
0: you have to do is look at the bank (laughs)
2: bank bank
1: again your roster right like your capacity for clients Yep. like you filled up with clients quickly yeah we started with clients yeah Yeah. like i started with a
2: full roster so like, that's great. What was your question? I don't oh, remember. What is it yeah. back wrote, to
0: right. business? Yeah. What I you was learned? literally like, what are we doing? <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. know. ADHD. <laughs> um,
2: no. So I feel something I've learned in business is personally, I'm a big risk taker. I'm a yeah. big risk taker, which there's good. And there's bad parts to that. Cause I'm a big, big risk taker who doesn't feel consequences. Like if I take a risk and it doesn't work out, I'm kind of like, Okay. Brush it off and try again, Hmm. which there's strength to that. And there's also weakness. So I have a very, um, grounded business partner, which is good. But I find that what I've learned in the last year is I'm really willing to try things. Um, I think I didn't realize how much I was willing to learn new things. And I really developed that this last year, just being like, okay, I'm going to like try this or I have to figure this out for my brand or my business, or I don't want to pay someone else. I'd rather make that money. So Hmm. I'm going to learn how to do it. So I think taking risks, you know, asking questions. I'm really good at finding the people I need to talk to. I feel like I'm really good at being like, I need this to happen. So I'm going to like
0: mm.
1: just
2: find. And my biggest thing is just to always ask. And the most someone will say is like, no. Mm. I go into a lot of stuff
1: with, like that. You've
2: really taught me that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, right? someone will say no. And that's, that's totally
1: fine. But you, can you don't know until you ask No, 90% of the time they're going to say yes.
2: Yeah. And you'll get, you'll get people who say no. And later on, come back to you and they're like, Hey, and we've had that happen even on the podcast, right? We've had yeah. people say no. And then they come back and they're like, Hey, like I'm into it. So I'm just like, ask, put the feelers out there, you know, be kind while you're doing it. Yeah. Um, that's kind of i think what i've learned is to really just go for it um and just be ready for anything and don't discount an idea or an opportunity and for me i'm like when i like get an idea i'm like a dog with a
1: bone <laughs> yes you are and which I'm like, i love is true.
2: which i'm like so for me i feel like very what i've realized is i'm I think when I get an idea and I think it's a good idea, it becomes very much a part of me yeah. and it's hard for me to be like, I'm not going to do that because I see an opportunity. And I think why couldn't I do that? So well, that's such a beautiful
0: way to look at the world. Absolutely. Well, and not always. I
2: want to be very yep. clear that I'm, I have self doubts and I have yep. things in my life that I'm sure people would be like, Oh, I don't know if I agree with that. But I'm like, when it comes to business, I'm like, why not let's talk this out right what are the obstacles how do we overcome them how do we you know how do we pivot okay so we have this business idea and i'm like this is how it's gonna work and then someone's like okay but what about this and i'm like hmm well instead of just sitting there being like yeah you're right the whole idea is garbage i'm like okay so i'm gonna like extract that piece and put something new in and be like now let's make it work
1: i feel like you're very good at not taking things personally in business that's lovely that you think that (laughs) I take things
2: so personal. I just put on a bright red blazer and no one sees it. Oh. I'm like, I'm emotionally damaged. <laughs> You're
1: like, flash, 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 it's, flash.
2: It's fine, it's fine. It's fine, it's red. <laughs> yeah, no, Um. that's very kind that you think that. I think I take... As an observer. Okay, I think I'm a... I either take things very personally or mm-hmm. I can shrug things off. Right. I'm not offended when people like... Don't like my ideas. I'm offended when people don't trust my ideas.
1: Mm. Ooh, and there's the difference. Because
2: when. some, And I'm also offended. Like when. Like I'm not. I don't want to say offended. But like if CJ like. Rightfully so questions something I'm saying. Sometimes it irks me. Because I'm like. Why don't you trust me? Yeah. Like, why don't you trust me? Like I've proven this much. Yeah, mm. Like just trust me. Um, so I think I get more like if it's someone who just like doesn't like my idea, I'm like that's cool. You're not involved, and like I know this is a great idea, so I'm right. confident. So when I think it's someone I trust, and the trust doesn't, and I'm not trying to like this is not like <laughs> I'm using no, you as totally. an example because yeah. Nick yeah Nick too when Nick like, doesn't
0: trust something i'm saying that irks me mm-hmm. well it's I'm funny like, from like the other side because it's first i'll speak for myself it's 100 percent not ever oh of course trust right of course. And it's usually wanting to like talk something oh out. yeah and cj i Which, i see a and Z. yes and, and she sees says. the I'm whole like,
2: alphabet right and so i'm like i know that this is where i'm starting and i'm not i'm gonna get to here and i'm just gonna figure it out as i go and she's like i'd like to know the whole plan
1: right <laughs> so because you have Like I said earlier, you have a lot of output coming at you. You have a lot of output going out of you, if that makes sense. How do you manage your mental health and your capacity during, right? If you can see the video right now, you can see her face. But I feel like you and I have worked closely together for over a year now. Mm -hmm. And I've seen you go through seasons of like very like last last December as an example you got very worn out and were very ill how do you manage that having hit that and not wanting to hit that again what about you know working through those kind of situations has changed the way you manage your mental health and your capacity
2: yeah so i mean i was reflecting because um like i was like oh like i got really sick last december and i mean i've been sick now a few decembers it's been like a theme and i've been quite sick a few decembers like thought i was dying. I was very ill. Um, ended up in the ER and stuff like that. So I think I've approached this December. I don't know. Like I wish again, I'm like, I wish I could sit here and give some like really great, like what I've learned this year <laughs> is nothing. <laughs> so many I'm things. like so many things. No, because I this I just have an attitude of don't get me wrong. I wallow. I, I, I sit in things too, but I think I have a very like, Oh, this happened Pivot oh, this happened. Okay, move on. Now we keep going. Mm-hmm. And that's not always great because I think I can like look back and be like, Oh yeah, I was like really sick in December. Like it basically took all of December off. Um, because of what I was laid up with. And I would love to sit here and be like, well, I'm, I'm prepping this year and I'm going to meditate and I'm <laughs> going to do this. And instead I'm like, no, I am fully eating like all the crappy Christmas baking mm-hmm. and I haven't been working out. And I, you know, I'm, I'm, in the process of thinking of new things for the new year. So I don't know. I don't know how I manage that. Um, my mental health and staying healthy is going to be a focus in the new year of Mm -hmm. how do I prep myself to be a better person for myself? Mm hmm. So I don't really know how to answer that because I think mm-hmm. right now I'm sitting in it and I'm really trying to figure out what does it look like? What do I need? What works for me? I think I'm on a journey of figuring out. I am actually going to go and figure out if I'm ADHD. Um, I think that will give me a little bit of insight into who I am as a person and, um, how, to best and how to best operate. Cause right now I just feel like I'm really operating chaotically, mm-hmm. um, and not knowing what I need. So we should have nick we should ask nick what is there i mean? was
1: just gonna say like yeah. how how is that for nick throughout like supporting you and again we'd probably have to ask nick but yeah has, i don't know what I, he would say yeah i think he'd be like she's wild
2: <laughs> no i think In i think he'd literally ways. be like she's great but like she's chaotic she's You know, and I'm not I'm not trying to be like this is a bad thing. It's a part of what makes me awesome, is that I'm like, let's do this, let's go. Absolutely. Let's go, 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 let's make it work until it looks great. Yeah. But that will come at the expense of sometimes my health. Mm -hmm. And so I'm I have a really hard time probably honoring myself and honoring what I need Mm -hmm. and putting others' needs ahead of my own. Which is funny because I think like some people would be like, Erica's selfish, but I'm like I'm like selfish in weird ways. Like,
1: like what's a weird way. I don't think you're selfish.
2: Like I, and maybe it's just like with people I'm really close to that. I feel I can be like, I want it to be like this because I Mm. like that. Right. Mm. But when it comes to like, I will sacrifice my mental health or what I need that day. To make sure my client gets what they need hmm. to I make
0: think this is like so common yes it's, you know, it's very it's, in the, in not that i'm trying to no, make no, no, it no, no, no. i'm not like, special sitting I, here no, being I like th- i will sacrifice other people my, yes. can relate to this right yeah. and mm-hmm. i'm like i think going into the new year because this will probably launch in the new year right i'm like this is an important topic to talk about yeah. of how much we sacrifice what we need at our core for our health for other people there's such a domino effect that if i actually and again it's
2: like so freaking obvious it's like if i take care of me like put your own oxygen mask on first yeah but i'm too busy putting everyone else's oxygen masks on and then i'm i'm suffocating and i think i need to really step back and really evaluate what i need and really honor what i want and in that respect myself enough to like do it that's exactly what it is i'm a big physical like Like i like working out yeah Yeah. but i every night i'm like i'm exhausted Ah. i'm done why aren't i honoring my body and being like go and work Mm. out so i think i'm this is a big thing the question you've asked is just like a big thing i'm like in in my head and i'm like i don't know like especially because in the new year i'm like i don't have any intention of slowing down i have intention of like growing and expanding yeah but Mm -hmm. i need to like find that like
1: I hate balance but just find that way for it to like a solid foundation yeah i like that you said solid foundation like a foundation of like okay so you're honoring yourself is the foundation yes Yes. and then you build off of that yes Yes. but it's getting there and and having the um not accountability but the making that a priority because that's hard It's really hard to make yourself a priority, especially when you're a mother and a wife and you are a business owner and all of these things. It's, I see, like, and it's seen as selfish to put yourself first, but it's actually selfish to not put yourself first. Yeah.
2: Right? And you have to find that, like the flow the flow yeah. of it because some days i'm going to be more selfish and some days i'm going to like prioritize my kids and then my husband and then my job and i'm really trying to be like but how do i at the end of the day go to bed not feeling i'm really sick of going to bed being like i'm Exhausted. depleted like yes. i'm depleted i have nothing left like i'm very tired of that yeah. yeah for my life and i'm like this is not i had a moment a few months probably a month ago and we were moving and it was chaotic and i mm-hmm. did i really did not thrive in that environment and and I found, I, I was like, this is not sustainable. This life I'm living is not sustainable right now. And I want to be 80 and walking around my town. Like I want to be lively for a really long time. And so that kind of clicked into me that I was like, I am not living sustainably. I am living day to day. And so that's something I'm learning.
0: Ooh. Can't wait to follow up on that one. Ooh. Yeah,
2: it's going to be I, great. Fast forward one year and you'll be like, Erica, oh, okay, how are you doing? I'll be like, you know, I'm learning. We'll be
1: like, we got you this pink oxygen mask <laughs> so that <laughs> you see <laughs> it <laughs> first and you put it on first. I know. That's cute. cute. a little
0: tattoo. <laughs> oxygen. Aww. Uh, it's crazy, but our time is coming
1: to an end. Okay, Wild. so we have I'm, one listener question that i want to end on yeah cool and that is what's the best piece of advice anybody has given you that has stuck i have a feeling it's going to be melted Well, I like
2: Milton is just so wise. My dad, he is so wise. I think he should have an Instagram account with like inspirational quotes. Yes. Um, I would follow it. I know every every time I say something cool, people are like, what? I'm like, it's my dad. So my dad, (laughs) anything he says, and I already kind of shared a little bit about Mm -hmm. what he's taught me and how to communicate. He's a, he's been a, a communicator his whole life. And so I've really learned from him. Um, but I was thinking of a couple things. Number one, um, my mom and she shared with me that, the quote she gave me not so much advice, but almost like food for thought was that um, bitterness is when you drink poison and wait for the other person to die. Mm -hmm. And that was um, extremely convicting for me because for a long time I can hold a grudge. Like I think I I think I give off like an easygoing attitude and I am in some areas, but like you hurt me, you hurt my family. And like that's a bridge burned. Like it's really hard for me to come back from that. Mm -hmm. So I had to learn how to be like, I need to forgive without, needing to be asked for forgiveness. I need to forgive for my soul. Um, and for me as a person. And then I recently heard a quote. There's so many that I like have in my phone from these podcasts, but there's one and it's by Candace Valentino. And she said, you're best suited to help the person, uh, the person you used to be. Mm. And I really loved that because I really believe that most of what I do and most of my businesses that I have in my head and that I want to do are like based off of who I was once. Right. And my passion comes from who I used to be Mm. and now being where I am. So I really enjoy that. That quote was really, really. I
1: love that. that. I
2: could like list off like 40, but I'll just, I'll leave you with that one. That's
1: just, we'll just have a mini-sode where it's Erica reading quotes and then you just just tune in and be inspired. Yes. I love that one. Yeah, That's so good. Okay, friend. We did it. I know. Woohoo! In case anybody doesn't know where to find you, can you please share with our listeners where they can yeah. find you? Aren't you gonna ask me what I'm obsessed oh with? My oh my gosh. gosh.
0: We're doing a bad
1: job at home. Uh, CJ, r- take it away.
0: Erica, what are you currently obsessed with? Oh
2: my gosh, I had no idea this question was coming. Oh, play it off. Play it off. Surprise. Uh, what? Never oh, never thought gosh,
0: about I just this. Had No idea. Here's my list.
2: Here's my list. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, okay, number one, ice rolling. Yes. Mm. My skinny confidential ice roller is the actual bomb It actually
1: is. And it's so good, it's you guys so go good. get it. Do we all have one? We yes. all have it. So we good. all have it.
2: Um I love that. There's like a whole bunch in it. Like I just am like the process of it. Like the, mm-hmm. the, the it actually makes me like stop doing things. To like do so. It's I really so like the true. pause because my hand is like busy. Um I really love that. We talked about the coffee. I like drinking decaf coffee in the morning and then I'm very obsessed also right now I'm actually obsessed with oh my gosh I know what I'm obsessed with <sighs> CJ just got me a nightlight for Christmas <laughs> what? and it's not a nightlight an alarm clock
1: okay it's a I was like night. are we scared of the dark I didn't know
2: that no. So you got a nightlight. <laughs> I am scared of the dark, and that's a different episode. Okay, um, we can talk about all my fears on one episode, and I'll give you all the reasons why they're totally valid. Um, She gave me a alarm clock. Okay, and it's one of those like sensory, like it glows <gasps> in the morning. There's like yeah. different hues. So at night, I can turn on like a night hue. Has like all these different sounds, all these different like. There's like a built-in that's meditation. Fun. And it's really That's awesome fancy. it is it's so great and i've been using it the last couple days and literally the first day i like woke up <laughs> and i was like it's summer. Wow. Was like, <laughs> it was so beautifully What's bright. wow and it was like this beautiful like warm light and then i was like oh i gotta move this because poor nick he's not getting up when i get up um so I'm really obsessed with that. I'm very excited mm. about it. And it just I would like to get my phone out of my room.
0: I was gonna yeah. say what just why I mean want for it? you yeah.
2: Yeah. what it means is that I can get my phone out of my room. Yes. And have more of a boundary with oh, that. Oh
1: because everybody's alarm is their phone yes. and every night when I set my alarm I'm like, Ugh, yes. why is this my phone? Well and I'm also just like I'm just so curious about like your what phone it is. does.
2: To your brain, even having your phone like I'm like I've been putting mine on airplane mode lately. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm because
1: like of... Andrew told me years ago you need to put your yes. phone on. They like, take the Wi-Fi off when you're well, sleeping well, if it's. Near I used you. to sleep with yeah. it under my pillow, and Whoa. Nick was like, "No, no, 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 no." That's like scary. No, no. Yeah.
2: So I'm like, I would like it out of the room. Yeah. yeah. I would like my room to be quite electronic free, serene, serene. Even though it's like tiny, but like yes, serene. Um.
1: Your so room that, is tiny. My room is tiny. Really. In
0: that big old house. But you know what? You spend a lot of time elsewhere. I do. I spend yeah. a lot like, you know of time I mean? like in just... my office, which is bigger. So anyways, right. that's what I'm anyway. excited about.
2: I'm excited about the boundary it's going to give me. And I'm excited about... Um, I just really like this alarm clock.
1: I need to see a picture. I will. Like, I'll a, like, post I a little see little it. video
2: of it. Yeah. It's, it's cute.
1: real cute. You've inspired me to get an alarm clock. Yeah, you need one. Yeah. They're so nice. So fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, now... Can you please tell the people where to find you? Okay, so obviously
2: I'm two, nope, two-thirds. I'm one-third of the her Podcast, so you'll see me there. I'm one-half of Carousel Media Management, so you can go check that out on Instagram. And then my personal account is at Erica.an. and Anne actually has two A's. So it's E-R-I-K-A dot A-A-N-N-E, and that's where you'll see me doing little like farm dances with my husband and fashion stuff and just
1: keeping it real over there all the good things She's yeah keeping it real everywhere guys that's is. why we love her Thanks for being in the hot seat, hot mama. Yeah, Anytime. I'll come back anytime. Great. We'll see you here next month. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On the
0: next episode. (laughs) Bye. 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 Thank you everyone for joining us on this episode of the Her Podcast. If you want to follow along with us, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at podcast. We can't wait to see you there. Bye. Bye. Adios.